0: Daddy, it's Saturday morning. Can I watch cartoons?
1: All right, buddy. Let's see what's on TV.
0: Last time on Addy, friends... Abby and all her pokey pals from the farm took a vacation on a luxurious cruise ship, the SS Clara. On board they met two new friends, who <laughs> that's me, and Two-Fips. After a tour around the boat and a sugar-induced energy rush, the crew enrolled in a ship-wide competition and they found a sneaky, pesky team, Thad the Spiro and his team the meaty ants. What kind of name is that? Can Abby and her friends beat that and win the seafaring challenge? Let's find out now!
1: Featuring Aaron as Clementine the Rapidash. I'm a proper unicorn! Carrie as Carrie the polyway
0: There's too much goo! It's all gooey up there!
1: Kaelin as Abby the Abra.
0: This is... Everything I hoped it would
1: be. And special guests, Jonah as Tufus the Totodile. Meatballs, basically useless. And Sarah as Seely the Seal.
0: Those quads paid off.
1: Abby and Friends has played with the Pokeplay system.
0: Come down to Miracle Farms, keeping them Pokemon safe from harm. Here where the grass is green, and every farmer has his beans. Atticus tends the land with his Pokemon hand in hand. Be and her friends here the fun times never end. Down on Miracle Farms. Abby and friends. Down on Miracle Farms.
1: So, uh, you wake up the next morning. Uh, you guys are determined to win Uh, But first, you have a full morning of games that you can play as the booths open up and you hear just sort of bands walking around uh, New Orleans style or just small little five or six piece bands playing as they march around uh, the the cruise ship. And you've got tons and tons of of stalls with candy and funnel cakes and, and fried foods and sweet rolls and more sweet rolls. But there's lots of games and things that you can play. As you head out um, into the the festival area, I think Atticus and Luca and Pearl had already sort of gone off to do some boring human things. They went to go watch a show. Who wants to watch one of those? And you guys are left to your uh, devices at the festival grounds where all the games are. So um, when you guys are ready to play some
2: games, I could tell you a couple that are out there. Sweet. I do just want to point out that the show that they went to see on the ship, so it's not Firo on the Roof anymore. It's now Come Beetlejuice.
0: <laughs> <laughs> oh, 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 that's very good! Oh no!
1: <laughs> and uh, after that show, there is uh, a concert by uh, Modest Meowth um, playing his hit uh, "Float On." Um, that's happening later at night, right before oh the competition, God. though. So,
2: yes.
0: Oh wow! Silly runs up to the group a little late, taking off her um her her seal tap shoes. Sorry, I'm late. Just finished, just finished the morning shift. Mad news <laughs> And kind of invisibly tucks them behind her back.
2: Toofus just looks at her like shoes.
0: <laughs>
1: <laughs> Jerry comes up to the group and he says, "Hey guys, um, <laughs> do we come up with a team name yet?" <laughs> I don't know. meety ants is pretty cool, but I think <laughs> we can come up with something better. Carrie, stop it.
0: I didn't do anything yet today. (laughs) (laughs) She's still mad from yesterday. (laughs) Respect.
3: Um, well, we got a few water Pokemon and a few Pokemon that probably don't belong on the water. So, how about Surf and Turf?
2: (laughs) (laughs) Surf and Turf is very good. It's very good. I was going to suggest Fire and Rain, but Surf and Turf is very
0: good. Clem, I am quite impressed. That is very good. It's like you are up all I night like thinking it. of it.
1: <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Something like that. Is that going to be the team name? Team Surf and Turf? Yes. That's I the- like I'm down it. to clown with Surf yeah. and Turf. All right.
0: Way better than meaty ants. Like, what could a meaty ant do? Uh, like, yeah. maybe take a little bit extra crubs from a picnic. Surf and turf is, like, the whole entire world. So, <laughs> way better.
3: I don't know. I think the name's kind of intimidating. Meaty ants. Because, like, a normal ant can lift up, like, way more than their body weight over their head. Can you imagine what a buff ant could do?
0: bless they're meaty, because they're really, they're really round, so they can't get their little legs to hold things anymore. Yeah, they're like a meatball. Ooh, <laughs> oh, my there they go. gosh! We should totally call them right. the meatballs to intimidate them, Sealy. That's the best idea. I'll get some from the buffet real quick. We can throw <laughs> them grabs, at grabs meatballs in a canister and then comes back.
2: Well, right, if the ant has a disproportionately large thorax... It wouldn't be able to go. Can't go. Can't do it.
0: Basically useless. Their whole team, useless. I love it. This is the best.
2: Meatballs, basically useless. (laughs) (laughs) Hashtag meatballs. Um, Okay, so
1: you guys are in the festival grounds and you see all these stalls and games. There's a couple games that catch your eye. Uh, There are several booths, such as for like ring toss and ball toss, and like uh, you see Pokemon uh, like using their like either ember or water gun to shoot like. Uh, little little figurines off of off of a ledge, uh, and they get prizes. But there's a couple that really stand out, three in particular. Uh, two of them are smaller bo- uh, stages to the left and right of a larger stage. Uh, the one on the left, there's a sign that says "What's that smell?" and you see contestants up there uh, <laughs> playing a the game. To the, the smaller one to the right, you see. Uh, two Pokemon arm wrestling, and it's an arm wrestling competition, obviously. And then in the center, you see lots of big. You see this big giant stage, and there's an obstacle course that that sections of it change. And you see over the top, it says, Kinoko, Ninja Warrior," and it's um, <laughs> and it's an obstacle course that you see Pokemon going through, and they get knocked into some water. Uh, and you see two commenters, and they're they're up on a stage, and they're they're commenting on the on the uh, contestants. Uh, Are these those, human or Pokemon Pokemon uh, announcers? Pokemon. Great. So those are three games that you see that you can go play, and then a uh, side note here, if there's anything that you want to try out, we could just sort of make it up on the spot as well. So
0: I think Carrie gets really excited when she sees the arm wrestling competition, because it's about being strong, and then she looks down and remembers <laughs> that she doesn't <laughs> no. have arms to be able to participate in the arm wrestling competition. <laughs>
3: oh no! <laughs> it's okay, uh, Carrie, I don't have any either. <laughs>
1: You have your tail. You could use your tail.
0: Tail wrestling. Yep.
1: Yeah. Okay, uh, did you guys want to try any of those games? So how this section is going to work, uh, those are the three games I have again. We can come up with some more if you want. But... Depending on how you do in these games, they're going to give you boons or banes to the main competition. So if you do well, you can get a plus one to something, uh, a plus one boon, and what a boon does is in the competition, you can spend it like a luck point and you get an instant full success. If you get a bane, I get to use it as an instant failure whenever I see you fit. But uh, doing well in these
2: these games gives you either a boon or a bane. I think that Tufus is interested in the arm wrestling thing, but he like wants to go over to whoever's running it and say, "Look, you see these arms? They're quite nubby. But you see this mouth? It's very strong. Can I use my mouth instead?" <laughs> uh, the judge uh, kind of lo- he looks over at you and he says. Yeah,
1: you want to use your mouth? That's fine. That's fine. But here's your competitor. And a machoke comes up. He comes stomping up, and he's just.
2: <laughs>
1: sits down on the table, puts his arm, his elbow slams against the table, and holds it out for you to, to start the match. <laughs> <laughs> and you. Is ju- salivating. You jump up onto the table. Your height is about the size of his elbow at the tip of his fingers. Like, that's, you're about the same size. Uh, yeah. But you go ahead and you clamp on uh, onto his hand, and he kind of, I guess, grips around your mouth. That's funny. Yeah. Uh, And, uh, all right, so, Tufus, what is your attack stat? What is the plus to it? Plus two plus an additional one from the thingy earlier. Ooh, so plus three. Dang. All right, so the ref comes up. He puts his hand on the table. He looks at the two of you. All right, this is going to be a clean battle. I don't want to see any funny business. No hits below the table. This is going to be a straight up and down one match. First one to touch the other side of the table loses. Do we understand? I'm standing <laughs> on the table, bruv. All right, if your cheek touches the other side of the table, you lose. Good? it go ahead. <laughs> OK. All right, so how this is going to work, all you need is 2D6, and you're going to have your attack modifier, um, which is three. And we're essentially going to have uh, three different rounds and best out of three wins. How this works is you roll 2d6 plus your attack, like I said, and then a a full success is worth two points, a mixed success is worth one, and a failure is worth zero. Now you go against each other. Perfect. So basically um, there's going to be essentially you both get to attack per round, so uh, you'll go first, and he's kind of a defending against it. So basically what happens is his number that he rolls is subtracted from yours. And then your total happens. Does that make sense? Yes. All right. And then at the end of the third round, whoever has the most points wins. Nice. Nice. nice, nice. Oh, let's get it going, bro. All right. So um, we'll just do it. We'll just go in order. You'll attack first, and then, and then the Machoke will go, and we'll go around in order. So you go ahead. We're going to have a roll off. So um, yeah, go ahead and roll 2d6 plus your tech stat. Oh roll it. Right. Ooh! That's a big tasty 12 total. Oh dang, okay, so actually, so that's like, that's max, so that's worth another point. So that's worth three. Um, and he got he got a mixed success, so that's only one, so you get two points. Nice. Nice, yes, yeah. so, so the, the referee just sort of like does a countdown. Three, two, one, go! And you both just go at it right away. It's it's almost match for match, but, but you just get a little bit of the upper hand, but he's gonna go ahead and attack next. Go ahead and roll again. You got another mixed success, that's a one. What did you get? That's gonna be a total of nine. Okay, that's a full uh, mixed success as well. So that cancels each other out. There's no point that he gets on that turn. All right, second round, you're up. Go ahead and attack.
2: You're going down, Muscle Man. (laughs) Not as good. Seven, barely scraped it with that mix success.
1: Okay, he did also get a mix success, so that's gonna cancel each other out as his one point and yours cancel each other out. Uh, It's his turn to attack. Oofy doofy. He failed, that's a zero. Ooh, dang, homie. So again, he just can't get a hold of you, and he's just, wh- what? are you, man? You're so dense. I don't get it. I don't get it, dude. Uh, uh, as you yet again, you just keep pushing him down and down and down. What do you say? With your hand in your
2: mouth. I just want to hear more <laughs> of that. The laws of mass and physics are not <laughs> relevant to me and my mouth. I believe you. <laughs> <laughs> That is going to
1: be eight for me. An eight, so another mixed success. So actually, he gets one point subtracted from him. He is he is negative one. Alright, next up, go ahead and attack. You've got noodles, <laughs> Valve! Ooh! 12. Oh my gosh, so that's three. He got a mix, so that only takes one away. So that's another two points. You're up to four. Toof is just.
2: Earth. Yeah,
1: oh. just yeah. slobber just going everywhere as, as you guys are fighting. And um, and uh, he's got one last chance to try to pull something out here. Oh, my goodness, not looking good. Uh, what'd you get? Twelve once again. A lot
2: of six and oh threes and fives and fours. With that That's attack amazing. bonus, is so nice.
1: Yeah. So what happens here is you you're, you're like almost neck and neck. You start to really get the upper hand, and then you look at him, and he just gets this like pierce in his eyes, is is like that whole anime thing, where, like the black screen narrows in on his eyes, and <laughs> it gets really, you know what I'm talking about? Oh, I know exactly the, what you're talking about. And you go you go eye for eye. You literally match up, and it just as he starts to put a little bit more effort in, you go ahead and give it your all because guess what? Whoa! Here's the secret: you weren't even at full strength yet. You're just like, I'm not even trying. And you just almost jump up and just slam his hand down. Boof! Slow motion. You see it repeat three times as it boom. And from a different cam- camera angle, boom. And then a third camera angle, boom. And you just very dramatically and slowly, his hand just slaps onto the table.
2: And this the judge isn't just, even my final form. <laughs> I, I mean, this isn't even my final form. I knew yeah, you were right. going to say that. I knew it.
1: <laughs> um. And you win the arm wrestling contest. Congratulations. Woo! You get a boon. Yeah, bruv. And these are I should have clarified, these are not specific to you, it's of team pool. Oh. So the team gets gets a boon. Oh dope. Oh, oh nice. Excellent. Excellent. Um may I go next? <laughs> <laughs> you want
3: to arm wrestle? Yeah. No, I I think the one where I shoot fire would be the one that makes the most sense. But uh, Aaron wants to make Clementine be a ninja warrior. Yeah!
2: Yes, yes! 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 Yes!
3: Okay. So I think uh, Clementine's gonna sort of clop his way over to the ninja warrior entrance, and um, oh, this I don't know. This 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 looks kind of fun.
0: Cleb, are you are you like? volunteering to do a thing you
3: you know what you might be right um you know i I should maybe just go back uh looks like we have another contender to kanoko
1: ninja warrior and the crowd just goes wild as a uh (laughs) as a uh one of the workers uh friendly looking person comes up to you and goes all right come on this way and starts pulling you up to the starting stage (laughs) We and as you walk up horse. to the stage, <laughs> yep, leading a horse to yeah. an obstacle course. Well, um, you can
3: lead a horse to water, but well, apparently you can also lead him to a ninja warrior course. I don't that. Yeah. One of those lesser known <laughs> proverbs, I
2: guess.
0: <laughs>
2: yeah. Uh, you know, I've heard that one. I've. You have. <laughs> most definitely
0: I think at, at some point it cuts back to all of us and we somehow have uh, t-shirts and signs that all say go Clem yes. like at the in the American <laughs> Ninja Warrior TV show Clem's on yep. fire
2: absolutely yeah. we're, in like this, <laughs> we're in the stand full of Pokemon and then like above the stand we see like the booth with the announcers and you see there's a chat in front of a microphone and a polytoad in front of another one like the two guys from the show yep <laughs>
1: Okay, Clem, you are up on the on the stage, and the first obstacle in front of you is that slightly downward-sloping pole, but it spins as you run on it. Oh, great. And what you're going to do, this is going to be very similar to a skills challenge in D&D, but basically all you need to do is tell me, using either your physical ability or your special ability, how you're going to get through each obstacle. And you can get creative with, with your solutions to this, if you'd like. Um, so the first uh, obstacle was the downward facing pole right yep that turns as you run on it so
3: i think to get past that one we need to use something quick uh i'd like to do the flare dash that clementine used against the snow okay yeah go ahead 2d6
1: plus special i got an 11 wow okay yeah so i think what happens is um as, as the countdown begins you sort of like uh, you, it looks like you're starting to do that thing where you think the ship is moving and it's not but actually what Clem is doing is he's sort of like getting antsy and he's starting to work up and you, as the hit, countdown strikes down to one and the green light flashes he just almost bursts in the flame and he just books it down the first uh, obstacle it's, that pole doesn't even stand a chance he maybe put three hooves on it and It starts as on he fire. jumps right through it <laughs> it burns up no one can play the game anymore as he makes it through the first obstacle,
3: wow! Great, he's on fire. great success.
1: Cleb, Clementine looks down Cleb. at his hooves like, I did it. I'm
3: alive. <laughs> alive. Aww.
0: Cleb, Cleb, He's our horse. He can beat the obstacle course. Yeah!
3: <laughs> yeah! Yay. <laughs> nice. I know love a good
2: rhyme. <laughs> <laughs>
1: Clem, you get a plus one to your next move because of the great crowd interaction that just happened.
2: Right, strong, powerful horse.
0: That's my friend. That's my (laughs) friend.
1: The next obstacle course is you run up onto a platform, and in front of it, you see six uh, swinging platforms that are only about a foot in in, uh, width, and uh, they're each swinging at different intervals, and you need to get across them without falling into the water. What do you do?
3: Um. Can I use straight speed to try to run, Uh, to try to time
1: it? Speed would be, uh, uh, it's both a stat for wit, quick wit and quick thinking, and as well as sort of quick movement and uh, physical uh, um, things like that. So absolutely. So
3: can I, how about this? Can I sort of time it out so I wait until they sort of all get into the very center um, and then see if I can dash across it um, as fast as I can? Yeah.
1: Go ahead, 2d6 plus speed plus your plus one for this next obstacle course. <clears throat> oh, come on, roll high Come
3: on Oh, good thing I had the plus one I got a seven Ooh. <laughs> a Mixed success,
1: okay
2: <laughs> Solid, solid
1: So I think what happens is uh, you time it just right, almost. You're a little bit off because you make it across. The first one is really good. You jump to the second, the third, and by the fourth, you start to realize that the fifth and sixth are starting to float a little too far away. But with a little extra burst, you make it. But as you land, you sort of tumble, and you sort of like uh, uh, actually do a roll. And you're just about to the edge to fall into the water. But you stop. But you're a little hurt, and your arm hurts a little bit. And you're going to take a minus one to the next obstacle course. Oh, you know the thing about horse arms is they're delicate. (laughs) Uh, The next obstacle course, you see three different uh, uh, walls or or weights that you need to pick up. And what you need to do is pick them up and get underneath them, and each one has an increasing difficulty. So what you're going to have to do is 2d6 plus attack, uh, and you actually have a DC to break through. That's the first one, you have to beat a 6, the second an 8, and the the next one will be a 9.
3: All right. Um, I think I'm gonna sort of back up to one of them and see if I can kick it as hard as I can. Okay.
1: That's gonna be another seven. A seven. Okay. Just um. Enough. You back up to it and you rear up and you kick it, and you actually uh smash the weight. <laughs> off of the the rail, so it's actually broken, and it hit into the second one. So the second one's going to be a little bit harder to to open up.
0: Seely says, Wort, he really has been working out. Squat those squats paid off." <laughs>
1: <laughs> so I have to I have to let me
3: uh, out of character. Can I? I have to break these or I have to. No.
1: It, so uh, if you remember an American Ninja Warrior, if you've ever seen it, usually at the end of one of the courses, there's like three almost like. Gates—they're just like big blocks. You have—they have to lift up and get under, and they're increasing in weight as they go through. And there's usually three, so you just need to get underneath them, essentially. But you just went through this one, uh, making the second one a little bit harder because there's like a resistance as that first first wall is sort of butted up against it.
3: I'd like to sort of try to get under the next one and do my okay. horse squat and <laughs> want to get under it and and and. Use my horse legs to squat it up, I guess.
1: (laughs) (laughs) Okay. Yes. Go ahead and roll 2d6 plus attack. 11. Hey! This one, it it had a a higher DC uh, uh, to do it, and you made it. So, what I think, so it's kind of weird, but I think even to get it started, you like, like almost like, Push up against it and start to move it up a little bit, and you like get your nose underneath it, and then you just slowly squirm your way under, and then as your back is under, you just literally just your four legs just squat it up, and you're able to get <laughs> uh, to the other side of it. Um, <laughs> and there's one Thank more you in front gosh. of you. How you feeling? You a little winded? Yeah, I think uh,
3: I think Clementine's getting really tired now, because um, you know he's been doing his squats, but he hasn't been you know keeping up on it. He hasn't really been keeping up on his New Year's resolutions. Um, sure. <laughs> he, he, he really only went to the to the uh, barn gym like for two weeks, and then he kind of dropped off. Um, the barn gym? Is that what you yeah. said? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Uh,
1: Gold Goldeen's gym.
0: that's very good (laughs) oh man
1: remember you have inspiration I can't give you another one
2: (laughs) (laughs) until you burn uh, out. Yeah.
1: because Clementine's
3: so tired I'm not going to use attack for this one I would like to use heart I want to use a strong heart uh, and just try to will like I'm still going to try to push it up there like I did the other ones but it's I'm sort of willing it up there rather than... You're just asking it politely?
2: No, well, <laughs> no, like... Excuse me. It's not a physical game, it's a mental yeah, game. Yeah, exactly. Excuse me, could you please okay.
0: lift up for me, please? <laughs>
1: <laughs> All right, yeah, uh, sure. Roll 2d6 plus uh, uh, heart. Uh, uh, how does inspiration work? You can roll a third uh, d6 and take the two higher. Thank God for inspiration. Uh, that's going to be a, a nine. A nine. Okay, solid. So I think what happens is you kind of do the same thing as you did with the the second block. You get your nose under there, and as you start to get your body, you you try to you try to do the squat, but your legs just almost start to give out, and it falls down a little bit. What do you say to to? Uh, to try to pump yourself up what, what does clem do
3: i think clementine's remembering sort of all the stuff that people have said to him today he's you know when two sort of uh, told him that he you know he looks like he's been working out and atticus called him cute he's like you know maybe, maybe i can do this um uh, and i don't want to you know mess up in front of abby so I, i'm gonna i'm gonna do it I, i'm tired but by golly i'm doing it
1: yeah and i think that's when you just get just enough power uh to, to push it up just enough to skirt out from underneath it I think what actually happens uh, is for the mix success you roll the nine correct yes yes uh, you're gonna take um, a little bit of damage as the the block sort of scrapes down kind of on your back as you go through uh, it's just gonna be four damage but you make it through and you only have one more oh obstacle left in front of you and that's the wall oh, oh. no you need oh, to climb the up wall. the wall and you see the button on top. Indicating that you finished this, this obstacle course. What do you do? Um. This is really dumb.
2: <laughs> do it. Perfect way to do, do
3: this. it. But it's all I can think of. So here goes. Uh, Clementine is going to rear back, uh, nay and use Incinerate on the wall to just try to destroy <laughs> it and make a like, stairs <laughs> room
2: <laughs> Yes.
0: Oh my gosh. Yes. I love it. This is Absolutely. everything I hoped it would be. All
3: right, go ahead and roll. I'm oh, a proper unicorn. <laughs>
1: yes.
0: Oh,
1: wow. Ten. Ten?
3: Oh, nice. ten.
0: Oh, nice! So proud!
1: So go
3: ahead and flavor what this looks like. I don't think it is as impressive as uh, Clementine thinks about it in his head, because in his head, you know, like, his his unicorn horn is shining in the sunlight, and, you know, there's rainbows everywhere, and, you know, the air around him is shining, and it is shining, and it's because he's crying, um, and the tears are flowing out uh, again, um, but he's, he's using every last, you know, Ounce of his uh gusto to just shoot fire at this wall and yep it, it is destroyed um and it's not so much stairs as it is a big chunk falls out and makes a boulder that he can jump on
1: yeah. <laughs> <laughs> You're able to then easily just hop right up to the button and you slam it, and, and uh, congratulations bells go off, and anybody and starts to cheer for you. Uh, the announcers are kind of slow clapping. There's like, okay, we're going to need uh, a good couple hours to reset the obstacle course, but congratulations! And uh, you go ahead and get another boon for the team. Good job. Nice.
3: Yes! Yeah! Nice, nice, oh, nice. Companion. I want to walk up to the officials. Okay. For it. Um. What kind of Pokemon are the officials?
2: Uh. What did you say, Jonah? Uh. The announcers were Mordecai, the Chatot, and Party Pete, the Politoed. There we go. Politoed was like unconventional, but I like it.
3: <laughs> I'm gonna walk up to him <laughs> and be like, uh. So. Um. That means I'm
2: a, a ninja warrior. Absolutely, you are Knuckle Ninja Warrior. So- We encourage all sorts of creativity. This is what the captain told us.
3: Cool, 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 cool. <laughs> so when do I learn to, you know, like, poof into smoke and be invisible and all that ninja stuff? When when do you give me that skill?
2: The chat hot just looks at you and says, The knowledge is in your heart!
3: <laughs> cool, cool, um... I don't think there's much in there but fear. So there really isn't that skill. That, That's disappointing. That's really all I did this for. Okay, see ya! Ah, deeper!
2: <laughs> deeper! Just glares at you with one like parrot eye. Take deeper! Yep,
3: ah. <laughs> yep, deeper. You're real creepy. I'm gonna walk over here now. <laughs> see ya! Enjoy the party!
2: Thanks!
1: <laughs> Abby and friends, will be right back.
0: It's time for another segment of Ask Abby, the best advice segment in a Pokemon podcast probably ever. My name's Abby, and today's question comes from Lucy. Lucy asks, Abby, if you weren't an Abra, what kind of Pokemon would you want to be? Well, Lucy... There was a time when something happened and it wasn't really great and it really made me think, you know, maybe life would be better if I wasn't an Abra. And so I started to think about what other Pokemon I wished I was. And I really like being a psychic type because that means that I can float around and don't always have to walk all the place. And I can make things float over to me so I don't have to go over and get them. and It makes things pretty easy. But then I looked at some of my friends and you know, they can do some pretty cool stuff. Like, you know, Clem can make fire. So like that's pretty good when you're fighting birds because you can burn up their feathers. Or like Pete the Raichu, he can make a thunderbolt come down from the sky and that's pretty cool. Or even Jerry and Carrie, when they're not hitting each other, they can make bubbles and those are so fun. So I thought, you know, Maybe I'll be a firebird or maybe I'll be one of those, you know, those like yellow guys with the black markings that buzz all the time. I could be one of those or maybe I could be like, you know, that. Oh, that one type of Pokemon that's, like, blue with, like, a shell-looking thing, and it's, like, big and has flippers and a long neck, and, like, swims in the water. That might be fun. Or maybe I'll be uh, rocky, and I can be, like, you know, made out of rocks and... And that would be pretty cool, but after a while, I realized if I were a different Pokemon, then I might not know Atticus, And I might not know any of my friends. And I really would want that to happen. And if I were any other Pokemon, I really wouldn't be me. So, you know, I think I decided that being an Abra is pretty great. And I already know how to do that really well, so... I'm pretty happy with who I am. I think that's the biggest thing is remembering who you are and knowing that you're good just the way that you are and learning to love that about you. If you have a question for me, you can send it to me by email at abbytheabra at gmail.com. That's A-B-B-Y the A-B-R-A at gmail.com. Send me a question, and who knows, maybe I'll answer it like this one on the show. Thanks for listening.
1: Hello, everyone. I'm Adam the DM for this arc of Abbey and Friends, and the host of the Tallgrass Podcast. I'm extremely thankful that you're here with us, joining in on these crazy shenanigans. It means the world to all of us. If you like what you're hearing, please take a second to rate and review the Tallgrass Podcast on your podcasting app. While we're not too big on numbers around here, hearing from our listeners is just a shot of pure joy straight to our happy, happy hearts. Thank you. If you happen to like Tallgrass a whole heckin' lot and want to support us financially, we have a Patreon. Just head over to patreon.com slash tallgrasspod and become a member. We don't put anything behind a paywall, so there's no exclusive content. All the money that we get from Patreon is put directly back into the show. Thank you. Also, we're extremely excited to tell you that Tallgrass is now a proud member of the Podicon Go podcast network. Podicon Go is a group of independent content creators dedicated to bringing you family-friendly content. If you want to find a plethora of fantastic content for your whole family to enjoy, please follow Podicon Go on Twitter by searching at Podicon Go and start listening to fantastic shows from the network, such as Quest Company Jr., Happy Go Lucky, and Curious Kids Podcast. In fact, here's a promo from a member of the Podicon Go family. Thank you.
2: Welcome to Elderberry Tales. Grab
1: your favorite pillow and a curious heart. It's time for a story. Elderberry Tales is a storytelling podcast featuring inspiring and engaging stories for kids, ancient wisdom, timeless tales, and contemporary heroes. Connect with us on Facebook and Instagram and listen on your favorite podcast player. Now, back to the show. And you walk back to the party, and, uh, yeah, so there's one game left. It's called What's That Smell? And uh, it is for everyone
2: if you want to play. Oh, Oh man. As we're walking over there, Tufus just, like, pats Clementine like a good job, and he says, was that dressage? Uh,
3: I don't know what you're saying, but yes.
2: <laughs> Never seen fancy horsework like that before. I like it.
0: Your canter was amazing. Or
2: <laughs> <Whoa>. <laughs> um,
3: thank you kindly, <laughs>
0: Club, That was seriously the coolest you've ever looked as long as I have known you. It looked cool. You see the sparkles? <laughs> yeah, sparkles. Uh huh. Sure, definitely sparkles.
3: Good, good. I was making them as hard as I could.
0: you know the part (laughs) you know the part where he destroyed stuff you mean all of it i taught him that
2: (laughs) can i tell you can i tell you that was my favorite part
0: because it's the best (laughs) all
1: right as you guys enter onto the stage on the left you hear uh, a fluttering of wings and some feet and you see team meaty ants come up on stage with you and uh thad comes up and he says so uh hey uh, i was gonna go do the obstacle course but uh seems someone uh done goofed and destroyed it <laughs> way to go clem <laughs> right guys right and the team behind him is kind of like yeah good one yeah good good job thad um and he says, all right, listen, listen, uh, we're going to beat you here on what's that smell. I got a nose like a bird. Birds smell really good, okay? Read a book. It's in there. Uh, you got nothing. You got nothing. I got some big
2: nostrils.
0: <laughs> Seely's angrily shoving meatballs, eating them meat right in front of his face the whole time he's talking.
2: The bowl that they're in says useless on it. <laughs> <laughs> and he's just... I, I don't know the reference I wasn't
1: here during that conversation Are you hungry I don't get it she
0: she begins to load her cheeks with meatballs and she goes and starts just like fire cannon them <laughs> towards them oh shoot you know not that. <laughs>
2: Wait, you buddy the elf the meatballs out of your mouth? Yeah, that's what
0: what she wants to have happen.
1: Um, go ahead and roll. Two squeezes uh, to help
2: shoot him.
0: Thank <laughs> you. Okay,
1: <laughs> uh, go ahead and roll two d six plus attack with advantage.
0: Okay. <laughs> so you
1: roll three, three d six, and okay. you take the two highest.
0: Um, that's eight. Eight.
1: Okay. Uh, with your attack total.
0: Oh, uh, nine.
1: Nine. Okay. Yeah, I think <laughs> what happens is. You just start shooting these meatballs at him And he dodges two of them But one of them hits him right in the face And it kind of gets meatball all, all over his face He's yo, what's up with that? What, you trying to sabotage me before? What's your smell? The best competition on the boat? I don't get it What are you doing? And uh, he's going to take a minus one For uh, what's that smell Because he's got meatball in his nose And all he <laughs> yes. sort of smells is is uh, Italian
0: And Sealy goes, no, you're really a meaty aunt.
1: <laughs> it's a good name, okay? I thought of it myself. I'm very creative. Knock it off. Gosh. Y'all rock
2: bird brain.
0: Abby just turns to Gary and Clem and goes, Guys, I really like these two. We got to figure out a way to get them around all the time. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> <laughs> Did you see how she just put the meatballs right on its face? i never seen a bird look so dumb. And birds lo- always look dumb. <laughs> Goodness
1: <laughs> gracious. Um, all right, as you guys sit at the table, uh, a judge goes through the rules. What happens is you all sit up at the, uh, at the table, both uh, Team Surf and Turf and Team Meaty Ants. Uh, you guys are against each other, and you are blindfolded, and the judge goes through the rules. And basically, how this works is you simply need to do the move Do a Sleuth from your basic moves, and it's simply a pass fail. Before you roll, you need to say what you think it is that you're smelling. It can be anything as absurd as possible. It's better, right? Um, and if you pass, that's what it is. And if you fail, you get to try again. And if you fail twice, you are done. You're like knocked out of the competition. Ooh. Does that makes sense? Uh-huh. Interesting. I like it. Again, you come up with what you're smelling and the dice decide if that's it or not.
2: Nice. Nice, 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 nice.
1: And I should say, you don't get two turns on the item that you're smelling. You get sort of like two rounds, essentially two fails before you're kicked off. Okay. And just to keep things uh, to flow really well, if we can go ahead and roll initiative for this, and this is what we'll keep as an initiative order for the rest of the session. And an initiative is simply 2d6 plus speed.
2: Awesome possum. Awesome. And do a sleuth is plus speed also, yes? Yes. Yeah. Cool. Just double check. I
1: got a 10. Okay. Kaylin? Seven. Uh, Sarah? Six. Carrie?
0: Four. Worth that four.
1: uh, uh, Jonah? A very strong four.
0: Yeah!
1: Okay.
3: (laughs) All
1: right. So basically, uh, you need to, one of you needs to be in here before Team Meaty Ants get kicked out. Or if the six of you, five of you get knocked out before they do, they win. So that's how this works. Cool.
2: Cool. All right. And this isn't the final one. This is the final mini game before the big competition.
1: Correct. Correct. Cool. So this is your last cool. chance to get a boon. You have two boons and no banes. Yeah. Dope. <laughs> Alright, so first up is Clementine. You are blindfolded and you hear this tray get placed in front of you. And someone goes, Okay, first session of What's That Smell? Here we go. And they lift off the uh, the cover of it, and you smell. What do you think you smell, Clementine?
3: Oh, I know that smell anyway. That is the smell of freshly minted
1: crayons. (laughs) (laughs) Okay, go ahead, roll. uh, Do a sleuth.
3: Uh, That is not once.
2: Oh no! Oh no!
3: I do have a boon to my speed. But that's still only going to be a four. <laughs> oh,
2: so eyes! Uh,
1: unfortunately, uh, you take off the cover and you see a wooden bowl full of tennis balls. Oh, oh. Darn it. I so you have uh, one fail, I like Clementine. That. I think
3: what happened there is that Clementine's nostrils are just so big that he was smelling something from like across the ship. Somebody was coloring with a crayon. <laughs> <laughs> you just got a sensory Your overload. It smells too good.
1: Too yeah. good. Uh, next up is Abby.
0: Okay. Okay.
1: Here's another round of "What's that smell?"
0: Okay, hold on. Again, is that, is that a, a, a pasta? Uh, it's a, a sp- sp- spaghetti. Spaghetti with, but it's a with a a glue saliva sauce, maybe? I think. Yeah. Yeah, that's that's my guess. A
1: a gloob?
0: Gloob. G-L-O-O-M. (laughs) (laughs) What's
3: a
1: gloob? Uh, Okay, yeah, go ahead and do a sleuth and see if uh, you're right. Again, eight is a number. It's simply either get uh, it or above to pass or below is a fail.
0: That would be an eight exactly.
1: That's a pass, Ooh. just barely. You rip off your mask and you see a pasta with a gloom sauce. Gloom drool sauce, is that what you said? Yep. It smells different, and it's there. <laughs> uh, that's a pass, congratulations. Next up is you, Sealy.
2: All right.
0: Ord, ord, Oh, i know that smell anywhere. Huh, that's Captain's Rod's shoes. <laughs> <laughs>
2: A Very distinct smell, by the way. Oh.
0: Eight? exactly. Yes, yes. yeah, Crunched. well, hey, In.
1: that's a pass. So, yeah, that's what you smell. You, you've you smelled Captain Ron's shoes before. Seeley's at shoe level, that's <laughs> <Yes>, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah, it's Captain around. Ron's shoe. Yeah, um, congratulations, that's a pass. Next up is uh,
2: Jonah, uh, 2 is like, oh, that was a ripe charcoal. All right, <laughs> um, oh, you see. Take a whiff right here. All right. Oh, this is very nice. This is a, a delicacy, actually. It's very rare and it's very expensive. Very tasty. This is this has got to be a slowpoke tail. Ooh. Oh. Ooh, a tail. <laughs> okay. So scary. Getting a little lore Main, in there. Mainline game reference. Yeah. Okay.
1: I'm
3: digging deep with the lore. <laughs> yeah.
2: It is, however, a seven. Oh,
3: oh
1: no. And, uh, it's not- you take off the blindfold and you see freshly minted crayons. <laughs> Weird. are coming down with just off by, like, two spots. <laughs> hey! <laughs> All right, so you gotta fail, Jonah. Uh, two fists. Uh, and next up is Carrie the Polywag. Next contestant on What's That Smell?
0: Uh, okay, uh-huh. Oh, no,
1: okay. she's congested.
0: <laughs> <Yeah>. Oh, no! <laughs> Uh um, that is that is fresh slime made with Elmer's glue and Goudra goo. Oh.
1: <laughs> wow. Okay. Uh, go ahead and roll to do a sleuth. Some high quality slime.
0: Mm. A seven.
1: Oh no! Oh, no! no, you uh, take off the blindfold, and what you see is a bowl it's Jerry. full of. <laughs> <laughs> And Jared, he's like, right. <laughs> I got you. I got you so good. <laughs> you sniffed my butt. <laughs> Jared, we're
0: going to lose because of you.
1: I don't care. It was totally a good joke. <laughs> it's joke. <okay. laughs> and he slaps you and he runs off stage. <laughs> all right, uh, back to the top. Your turn, Clementine. Round two of What's That Smell?
3: Okay. Um, I think this
1: is... Yeah, those are pickles. (laughs) Pickles! Okay. Go ahead and see if they're pickles. Roll 2d6 plus speed for do a salute. Uh, that is going to be a 9. Yes, you take off your blindfold and you see a bowl full of kosher pickles. They look so fresh. Nice. I'm going to nibble some pickles. They taste pretty good. (laughs) You gain back one health. Yeah! yeah.
3: Pickle healing.
1: Pickle Pickle power. Alright, next up is uh,
0: Abby. Ah uh, yes. Okay. <coughs> okay. Hold on. Hold on. It's a. It's a. Oh, it's a. It's a, a flaky crust. Flaky crust. Oh, it's a sweet. It's a sweet for sure. Okay. Hold on. It's a, co- a, co- a cobbler. Hold on. Wait. That's a cherry berry cobbler if I ever smelled one. <laughs>
1: okay. Nice. Go ahead and do a slew. Oh.
0: Right, I gotta do something now. That's an eleven.
1: Nice. Yeah. Yes, you totally That's take off the top. A- yes, it, the delicious-looking cherry berry cobbler right in front of you looks so good, Abby. Could I? Nom nom nom. And she
0: she looks at the people holding whatever it is, or the Pokemon holding it, and goes, uh, "Could I? Could I keep keep this? Could I? Could, could, <laughs> could I have it?"
1: And he kind of looks around and he just nods and hands you the, the cobbler with a spoon.
0: Excellent. She puts the blindfold on and immediately starts eating it. <laughs> Alright, Celia, you're up. Ort, Hmm. I'm picking up a lot of smells over here. Uh, it smells sweet. Ah, uh, sugary? Um it smells like a pancake and, and a cupcake and an ice cream and wait, wait, how could one thing smell so sweet? I know, Ort, it's coconut! The Pikachu. <laughs>
2: Oh, my God, I was literally thinking about doing that before we started. (laughs) (laughs) I decided not to do it for my first one, but I was so... Are you... Oh, my (laughs) God. And it wasn't going to be coconuts. It was going to be specifically Coconut the Pikachu. (laughs) Oh, my God,
0: that's funny. Wow. Oneness. Okay. Um... I rolled a nine. So it is. A nine.
1: Yes, you look down and there's Coconut the Pikachu and he's smiling up at you with a thumbs up. And he
0: says, Oh, hey, what's going on? <laughs> You're actually using language?
2: This huge, like, oh. rotund, spherical Pikachu's like, Hey, what's up? <laughs> like, you would expect a deeper sort of voice from this XL. Like, if we're playing Pokemon Go, he's like, an XL. He's like,
0: Oh, hey, oh, mm-mm to some of that cobbler. Oh, coconut. <laughs> Abby subconsciously puts a hand on her Pikachu fanny pack of holding containing all of her sweets. <laughs> smart. Just to make sure it's all right, closed.
2: Coconut's Coconuts eyes immediately shoop, directly to the fanny pack. Like, and he thinks better of it. <laughs> but there's a moment of the strongest temptation as he smells what's inside.
3: Turn back to the bathroom.
2: Uh, <laughs> and uh, Coconut the Pikachu bounds off,
1: rolls off, and uh, sort of just uh, wobbles his way to the buffet. Margaritas oh, at, the
3: buffet. <laughs> at the Midnight Buffet.
2: Margaritas <laughs> at the Midnight Buffet. Next up, yeah, is Toothless. Oh, right, now, I realize that you all don't think that I'll have as refined a palate as I do, what with all more violence and whatnot, but look. There was one time where Luca's Dare was training to be a sommelier, and so I'm very aware of certain aromas and notes of things. And right now what I'm picking up, it's a nice berry scent. It's, it's more of a, a liquidy something or other. I, I think I'm picking up notes of... I believe this is fermented petra berry. It's what this is. Wow.
1: Okay. How? Going to roll 2d6 plus speed for do a sleuth.
2: An 11.
1: What? Yes. Two Toothis is a wine snob. Yes! <laughs> You just kind of smell it, and like you get the smell in your nose, and you kind of whoosh it around a little bit, and then you blow it out because that's what you're supposed to do, um, you think. <laughs> huh. And uh, you get it right as fermented uh, petcha berries, right? Sorry, yeah. my brain stopped working, um, is what's in the bowl. Yeah, e- excellent. Nice. All right, next up is Carry the Polywag.
0: OK. Uh, that's it. Uh, it's just, it's just a can of spray paint. <laughs> <laughs> An unopened chaos rape there, me.
2: There's a squirtle okay. somewhere who's very really yeah. confused
3: I was about to say that <laughs>
2: <laughs> Go ahead and roll, do a sloop
0: <gasps> Banksy <you> squirtle <laughs> It's a seven again? Oh,
1: oh no! no. You take off I your, love her uh, so much. <laughs> you take off your blindfold and you see Banksy the Squirtle is in there just dancing. Uh, he's got spray paint on him, but it's not a can of spray paint. And the judges go, "I'm sorry, that's a second fail. You are out of here." And Carrie has been disqualified.
0: I, there's too much goo. I think I could do this all gooey up there. <laughs>
1: Okay, and actually at the end of the second round, uh, surprisingly, you see that uh, Thad was the only one left on Team Meaty Ants and he just guessed. There was a bowl of uh, (laughs) roller skates in front of him and he thought it was uh, freshly cut lawn. And he was wrong! And he was disqualified, so you guys won! What's that smell?
2: Yeah!
0: Surfing turf is so powerful. Surf and turf. Surf 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 and surf and turf. turf. Surf 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 surf. Surf.
3: Clementine doesn't take his blindfold off yet and he smells what the next bowl in front of him was going to be. I know that smell. I know it well. It's the smell of fear. <laughs> he takes his blindfold off and there's nothing in the bowl.
1: No.
2: No. Dear. There is
1: something in the bowl, Clementine. You look down and it's a reflection of you.
2: Oh, the platter was so shiny, it was your own reflection. <laughs> Dang. That's deep.
1: All right, yeah. so you uh, passed all three of the games, and you have three boons, Woo! and they're, yes. wow. um, you're able to use those uh, in the team points as you enter into the final competition.
0: That's amazing. Heck yeah. Go us. Mm-hmm. We're going to call
3: ourselves the boondocks. <laughs> <laughs> hey!
1: And as you walk over to the uh, main stage, you see a big, a big arena actually in the center of the boat. Uh it's impossibly placed in the center perfectly. This boat just seems to get bigger every time I describe it. But it's there, and what you see is an arena. And there's several circle circles uh, put into the ground, and in the middle there are different stations, almost benches, and then and if you were to draw a map you would draw a circle and then a line going up there's another circle with what seems like boxes of things and then if you go down there's barrels of things and you see a banner that says the Great Kanoko Bake Off and the final competition is a cooking competition.
0: Seely looks to Abby, this is what we were made for. I have never felt more in tune with the universe than right now here beside you Seely. Hold my fin. And they walk in hand <laughs> in hand together. <laughs> oh
3: gosh. Abby, draw your sword. <laughs>
0: <laughs> and with determination and and uh, with a look of confidence, unlike any Abby has ever had on her face, she reaches in to her Pikachu fanny pack of holding, holds her ladle high, and sp- Hand in fin with Seely, leads surf and turf into the arena.
3: As they as they're walking into the arena, Clementine walks up behind them and takes his snout and sort of lifts
1: them both up onto his back. <gasps> and then he rears.
0: The highest honor.
1: And as the sun is starting to set, the six of you walk into the arena.
2: right bruv looks like me clementine and the rest of the gang have team surf and turf off to a great start i found a uh, unique way to strong arm the competition oh clementine put his ninja skills to the test and we all sniffed out a victory in what's that smell but how will we all fare in the great kanoko bake off against team Ants? Find out next time on abby and friends Wow, and
1: that's how a professional does it. Well, howdy! This podcast is a proud member of the PopCon Go Network. PopCon Go, family friendly shows that are fun for everyone.